This isn't your typical motorsports podcast. You're listening to Crush This, a monster truck podcast presented by High Octane Coffee and J Concepts. A show where we take you inside the minds of your favorite drivers, past and present, of the monster truck industry. And now, your hosts, Brad Shaw and Dan Chichagash. Buckle in. The show starts now. Hey fans, this is Cheech from Crush This, a Monster Truck Podcast, uh, doing another episode. Uh, right now, uh, I believe Brad is somewhere at work, but he's always producing material for you guys, and we have a new home uh, for our podcast, so we'll still be on iTunes, Google Play, uh, Spotify, but we're, I think we're dropping from our domain to another one. Uh, this is our uh, Where Are They Now episode, <clears throat> and we're first starting off with a gentleman that... Uh, did another podcast for another group, but they just, you know, pop their head out of the water once and twice a little bit. It's like a really bad girlfriend. But, uh, you know, <clears throat> with uh, him, though, I call him a good friend. I know him for a while, and uh, he raced for SIR, and and uh, he was the, he, I mean, people say Bari was the OG zombie driver, but he was the one that piloted the truck when it was a Patrick. He piloted it when the truck debuted. Uh, he was the zombie driver, and, uh, he went all out, and, uh, like to say, he's a really good friend of mine, and this is Sean Duhon. How you doing, bud? I'm doing great, Cheech. I very much appreciate it. It's great to be here, and I, uh, I thank you for all the, the great words you said. Thank you. I, I, I try. I try. You know, you know <laughs> yeah, from, uh, but, uh, I mean, uh. Well, you know, people probably want to know how you've been, but let's uh, start back and uh, how how did you get in? Uh, how did you get the opportunity to get yourself inside a in the monster truck world? Uh, I know uh, you're a Bayou guy, so uh, uh, in the first team I believe you're with is a Bayou team. So uh, how did you get yourself into that? Yeah, actually, it it was. Uh, I had a, a friend down here named Mike. And um, he knew Gary Porter, um, used to crew for him uh, for quite a while, just uh, when he was doing local shows around Louisiana, and uh, introduced me to him. And from there, uh, Gary introduced me to John Seesaw with Sudden Impact uh, Monster Truck. So him and I became friends, and I kind of helped him when he was down here, you know, within the, the South. And, uh, you know... Things just kind of grew from there, and I introduced uh, John to a, a buddy that I had, uh, Brandon Lagarde, and Brandon always wanted to get into monster trucks, so we hooked them up together, and uh, everything went uphill from there, and, and that's pretty much how I got my start, was just kind of crewing on trucks, and I've been racing since I was a kid, so I knew a little bit about mechanics, and you know, started from the bottom and worked my way up. Sorry about that. Um, so with you working out, going on top, you kind of um, made a new Brandon, John Zimmer, uh, Carl Van Horn. You guys kind of made a little dynasty back in like the mid two thousand, the late two thousands, with SIR. Um, you were one of the very few teams that had major sponsorship through uh, Amsoil and. The Ground Pounder RC, and I think uh, 
I forget that uh, the energy drink that you drove. Um, Alt Energy. That was that stuff was awesome. I wish uh, it was still out there. Right, right. Uh, a lot of people didn't hear about it until you debuted the truck with it. Um, you guys had a lot of opportunities and a lot of. Uh, I always forget too. You guys rocked the X Max, not X Max, but you guys were like the T Max group. You guys had the tracks of steel before really, you know, the tracks of steel happened. Well, John Seasock, let me backtrack, had the tracks of steel beforehand, but you guys kept the ball rolling with the uh, T Max trucks. Um, as I have video from YouTube, uh, man, man, from my old, uh, camera phone, uh, I believe, uh, uh, it was you and, uh, driving, uh, T-Max and Kevin King was driving the Sun and Impact on the old Iron Warrior chassis with the blue tires. Remember that? With the blue, with the yellow yeah. rim? And, uh. Absolutely. Because I remember that show clearly. It was an 09 because Randy Brown was there. With, uh, no, not 09. It was 07. 07 or 08. Uh, in Pittsburgh at the Mellon Arena. You had uh, 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 T-Max Ooh, there. you got one memory. Yeah, I, I, I love my <laughs> Pittsburgh shows. Because, um, I, mean, I mean, I also remembered you uh, uh, when you had your first year of Zombie 2, you toured around. Because I still talk to... Uh, your original crew, crew chief. Shout out to Hank. Remember Hank? Uh, oh, do I? Oh, yeah. Shout out to him. Yes, I, I still see him on social media. Um, yes. Chat with him every once in a while. Actually, Hank and I were in that uh, that movie together um, with uh, Robert De Niro and Sylvester Stallone and Kevin Hart. And when it was filmed down here in New Orleans, we got our 15 seconds of fame. Was that that uh, boxing film? It was. It was actually a really good movie. It was a really good movie. It, it made me look like I was about a hundred pounds heavier, but that's okay. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's how that's how TV's supposed to do anyway. But um, yeah, um, <laughs> I remember that and stuff like that. But the way I was talking about is with Brandon's team. Uh, it, you guys, your your schedule must have been hectic. Like, it was a busy schedule, must have been, with all four trucks touring around. We, we ran east to west, north to south, you name it. We went there. We had a great team. Honestly, you know, I really wish I, I really wish we could all still be teammates. I mean, you know, John, Carl, um, uh, we had Kevin, we had Casey, you know, Bobo when he was driving. I mean, we had a really great team. We had a dominant team. You know, you get some of those drivers together, and, and it's almost unbeatable. You know, we always had good trucks. We always had good parts, and, and the drivers all were talented. We had a great time, and, and we made a good friendship and family. I was about to say, and they're still, they're still somewhat in the industry. I mean, if you think John Zimmer's still rocking the Monster Jam, Kevin King, he had the fluffy deal. He has his own truck touring around still. Um you know, uh, Bobo, if he has time or two, he'll pop his head out once in a while. And uh, after after you guys had your little split, let's just say what, in 2013, I think, or 14? Was it 13 or 12? Um, I think I left uh, <coughs> about nine years ago. So I left in 2010. 
I think, and then they got out maybe 12 or 13. Okay. Because I know a couple of the guys that worked for Monster Jam as crew guys were previous drivers, like um, uh, uh, Chandler, James Chandler. Uh, he was, uh-huh. yeah. and uh, a Chris, Chris uh, uh, he drove for Reason Kane for a while. Um, I can't think of his last name. Lagana. Chandler, um, James was actually my crew. Yeah, Lagana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. James was actually one of my crew guys. Uh, the very last year, I drove Zombie. Great guy, great crew guy. You know, can't say nothing bad about him. He helped me out a bunch. No, I was I was in a little stint with you guys at, uh, when we did the little Canada tour after uh, Ve- after Vegas. Uh, well, not Canada, but Nova Scotia and uh, Bangor. I remember that because we rock. We had yeah, love them shows and. Uh, but uh, how? <clears throat> so how did you get yourself into the Feld role, and how did they proceed you or through the idea of the zombie truck to you? Uh, because I know when you first started, you went all out. You dressed like the zombie and everything like that with the contacts. Where today's drivers don't even want to do that anymore. Um, <laughs> Oh, well, you're trying to get me in trouble, aren't you? Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> well. Nope, nope. I'm just talking about how um, that happens. I'm not trying to push no buttons. It's just well, I, I, I'm, my fan <laughs> kicked in. My fan kicked in to me about that. But, I mean, I'm just saying that, you know, how did the, the, the real question is, like, how did the ball roll on the zombie idea? Yeah, I'm, I'm just messing with you. It's <laughs> all good. I, um, I got out of monster trucks because I wanted a – more full-time home job and um i got me a normal job here in new orleans uh diesel mechanic truck driver delivering heavy equipment you know for a construction company and i was enjoying it and um i was in vegas for the world finals because as long as i've been driving you know i've made friends and family i've i've been in vegas every year uh that i've been driving so i go just to, to hang out with my friends um and Keith Speller approached me at the uh, the banquet, which they don't have anymore. It's unfortunate. Um, but that was a, a really fun time. Uh, he approached me and, and asked me if I was ready to come back. And I thought he was kidding. You know, I thought he was joking. And then afterwards, he was like, you know, give me a call. Uh, I, was, I wasn't kidding. I was serious. So I gave him a call and everything aligned and, and it worked out, you know, great. The company I work for, they're, they're huge monster truck fans. The president of the company, he has grandkids, so they're huge monster truck fans. So he agreed to uh, to let me leave on weekends. So they flew me out every weekend to drive. Uh, we started in Superman. And uh, I don't think I really fit the Superman thing too great. I'm only five foot seven, so following in Chad's footsteps, he was a great Superman. <laughs> but he's like 6'5". So I really couldn't fill those shoes that great. And uh, the zombie truck came out. So we uh, we had our big meeting, and they didn't even have much of anything figured out besides a drawn picture, you know, from a computer sketch. Um, gave me the, the picture of the truck and, and, you know, asked me what I thought about it, and I thought it was great. So I 
had no earthly clue anything about zombies. So I started interviewing kids at the airport on the way home. You know, what do you want to see, you know, from a zombie? And what do you think about zombies and, you know, everything else? And that's actually where, when we debuted the truck, was in Nashville. Um, I don't remember the arena name. I believe it's a bank. Is it Bridgestone? Uh, it is Bridgestone. That's it. Bridgestone. Bridgestone Arena. Yep. Um, the paint was almost still wet on the body, you know, and, and um, uh, Bill was there. He, you know, he wanted to see what kids thought about it. And him and I talked a lot about the truck. And, you know, I, I kept bringing up issues that the kids on at the airport and the kids that I talked to, they were giving me ideas. And I said, well, Bill, why don't we add arms to this thing? And, you know, why don't we make the mouth move, you know, for pit party? You know, we we brainstormed for weeks on that, that truck. Um, so, unfortunately, with, I don't know what people think, and I'm not going to knock anybody because all the drivers are great. Uh, I'm friends with all of them. I respect all of them. I wouldn't say anything bad about all of, any of them. Um, yeah, I came up with the ideas. <laughs> um, zombie arms were my ideas. The mouth was my idea. You know, uh, I had fun with it. I love the truck. I'm glad that the truck is doing as great as it is. I wish it would be a top seller in novelties. Um, I still watch as much as I can and still cheer on the drivers. You know, I'm still a huge fan as much as I, you know, I was a driver. Uh, I had fun with it. You know, I really had fun with it. They approached me about the makeup. The makeup wasn't my idea, honestly. Um, that was Bill and Mike. Um, they uh, they came up with the idea in Tampa, and they brought somebody in without even telling me. Um, I I was already doing the contact thing, and they brought a makeup artist in and decided to paint my face up, and it really hit it off with the fans. They loved it. Um, Mr. Feld showed up, and he loved it. Was taking pictures of me and sending it all over to his friends, and it was really cool. Um, we had a great time with it, and, and a great run. Uh, I was about to say it was a good run, and Mari really took the flag, and he's running with it big time. Uh, same thing with uh, Macy and Amy, and um, I don't even know how many other giant zombie guys are there. But uh, now, outside of the uh, a zombie or in the moss truck world, uh, you have a pretty cool, uh, what is it, a pro mod, a street mod uh uh, drag car. Uh, explain to the fans about that and uh, uh, talk about that. I do. I do. I, I appreciate that. It's um, it's a 1970 Opel GT. It looks like a little mini Corvette. Um, I'm actually building a blower motor for it. I've got a small block in it. All motor. It dynoed right at 800 horsepower. And um, it will. it's not the fastest thing on, on four wheels, but it's pretty quick. Uh, for an Opal, it's probably one of the fastest Opals, at least in the country. Uh, it'll run eight seconds and a quarter mile at over 170 miles an hour. Uh, it's, it's a fun thing. We take it out as often as we can. Um, I have a team called Not So Funny Racing. We, uh, I kind of have, since the zombie thing, I, I kind of have this dark, you know, history now. So it's going to be everything. I, I like clowns. So I made a creepy clown picture on the side of the truck and um, made T-shirts that I'm going to bring out soon that I've, I've never even mentioned. 
And um, so you're the first to know that I'm going to start posting T-shirts uh, for sale uh, that were designed and, and printed up now. So, so there you go. That, that's breaking news right there. <laughs> right there, yeah. Um, but it's uh, it's a fun little little car. We uh, we take it out as often as we can. Actually, I'm going to take it out this weekend. So outside of the monster truck world, like I said with our podcast, even though we'd like to know about the driver and stuff, what got you the idea to get yourself an Opal instead of like the traditional Camaros or Firebirds or the Mustangs or Corvette that is in your division? Because I have a couple questions about you know that and the New Orleans scene and. Uh, maybe street outlaws, stuff like that. You know, is your car when you? This is a double question. Let's just say, uh, how did you get the idea for that car? And is your car kind of qualified to do all that uh, no prep stuff? <coughs> you know, I I love Corvettes. I I had a Corvette. I had a Camaro. Um, never anything for the track. Um, but I I like to be different. Um, there's so many Camaros. So many. Mustangs, so many Corvettes, so, you know, there in New Orleans, we might have four Opals. Um, and actually, I got this one from up in Tennessee. So I like to be different. This is a little car that weighs twenty two fifty with me in it. It's lightweight. It's aerodynamic. Uh, it's fast. It's very fast. So that's what I liked about it. It was different. And now that we did, a uh, buddy of mine, uh, Kevin Kemp, owns pg nola if you look him up uh professor graphics he goes by pg nola on uh, instagram he uh won king of raps at sema i believe two years in a row and he is one of the best in the in the world obviously um he got some experimental vinyl that changes six different colors and wanted to try it on the car so we did it and we wrapped it we wrapped the clown on the side of it and it's just amazing we take it out the trailer and it, it attracts like flies, you know, to a light. It's, it really looks good. Um, I don't know if I could do the no prep stuff. I'm really good friends with a bunch of the street outlaw guys, uh, respect what they do, but I'm not sure I could do that. <laughs> they, uh, they put a lot of money into those cars a lot more than I have. And, um, I've seen way too many things happen at the track. I know it's racing. Anything can happen at races. It's unfortunate when it does. I just can't do it. Uh, my car's not set up either, you know, for anything like that. I can't race it on the street, which I, I really don't believe in street racing. My car is strictly built for the track. And um, I'm going to start hitting some sanctioned races here coming up real soon. Uh, I will be getting my license shortly because uh, I did not yet. Uh, the car is certified for seven seconds, but, uh, I will be getting my license soon to start hitting some, some big races. All right. That, I mean, that's, that's pretty, I mean, that's awesome to hear about that because you're the, the second, you know, you're the second guy I've interviewed that has a drag racing background. You know, who's the other guy? No. John, ever heard of Johnny K, John Kwanuski up North in Buffalo in a truck. Called I have Buffalo. heard that name. He has a nostalgia funny car, alcohol funny car called the uh, uh, North Cow, which is a theme of a Polish flag. And <clears throat> he tours around the really? nostalgia group, like the Fine Irish, the Blue Max, uh, 
and a couple others. He races up in uh, in Ohio, so we get to see them at Cranky Valley Crinkle Cranker Valley Speedway or in uh, Pittsburgh Pittsburgh Raceway Park. Uh, they had the nostalgia funny car. The funny thing is, the guy who does the announcing is Brett Kepner. Remember that guy's name? Oh, yes. <coughs> he does the nostalgia funny I'll be car darn. announcing. Yeah, and uh, and it's kind of crazy to think about this too. Uh, Tim Hall, he's a huge. Uh, he's my boss. Uh, if anyone knows, he's half the owner of Hall Brothers Racing. Um, he talked about. Uh, how I guess some of the higher ups that worked for Monster Jam back in the day are now the higher ups of the NHRA, which I didn't know about, but it was pretty cool to think I didn't about. Neither. Yeah, you said uh, I forget that the names cool. of it, but that is I'll, cool. I'll text message you the guys' names, but Tim mentioned me saying there, you know, went from one end to the other uh, because uh, remember uh, I forget his first name. He did the stuff for the Monster Truck Racing League. Uh, last name Schaefer. Uh, not Paul, but, um, he did the tracks Fred? and stuff. Not Fred. Oh, oh. <laughs> I, I thought that maybe Fred was in the drag racing. Um, I, I don't know offhand. I'm really bad with names. I'm not going to lie too. to you. <laughs> uh, he, he, uh, ran, um, ran the, is it Rich Schaefer? Not Rich, uh. Anyway, the gentleman that oh, ran those super speedway or those, uh, racetrack over and under set you guys did a lot i guess he's now a divisional director for nhra too so <coughs> oh that's cool i used to love doing the um english town when we used to race at Eng english town that was fun we would have the monster trucks out there every year and uh, i went there twice i had the opportunity to go there twice and race um that was awesome awesome time i mean it's so much history there we did that we did um out in phoenix is it a uh, firebird Raceway? Yeah, Firebird Raceway. Uh, we raced there. Yes, yeah. That was that was always fun. Um, of all people, I made great friends with him. I, I've got so much respect for the man. Uh, his first year in Monster Jam, uh, Bryce, he drove Monster Mutt back when I was doing the Canadian tour with Cam. And so much talent. He is, he's such a talented driver. Uh, you wouldn't believe it. Now, now seeing him out in these stadiums, it's it's easy to see. But he was really, really big into drag racing. Um, I believe top alcohol dragsters. Wasn't he? And he uh, is hard as hell to beat on the light. <laughs> I was about to say he uh, he uh, did a lot of stuff with uh, IHRA before it got sold. I remember him telling me uh, he had an IHRA yeah. car. Um, before he uh, yes, he is he is. Yeah. Uh, I can tell you, if you're going to race him, you, you better get him off the light. Right. Because if not, <laughs> he's gone. And uh, the cool story about him, too, is uh, he's not done with that stuff. Because uh, he, uh, if you go to Bryce Keddy's social media, uh, he's still doing his building project on his Mustang, too. Which is pretty cool to follow. Um, you know, with that, you know, I think he sold his car and stuff like that. But uh, another uh, off history is... Uh, I'm going to probably screw up his name, but his name's Alex Lundgren. Uh, the guy who ran the Gas Monkey uh, Pro Stock car for NHRA. <coughs> oh, Alex Laughlin. Yeah. You know he was in Tractor Pool? Yeah. yeah. He, he posted something you know, on I, Instagram. I, I follow him online. 
Yes, I, I follow him online on Instagram. Um, I actually got to, to kind of meet him uh, at Radio Versus the World a few weeks ago. Um, Landon Wells, a uh, real good friend of mine, raced with him down here. He was the crew chief for uh, Todd when Todd drove um, Metal Militia. And uh, he lives not far from me, and he introduced me to Alex and, and his crew guys. And he's awesome guy. Real kind of quiet, but, you know, I did not know he was in the pulling. That, that amazed me. That, that's really cool. Yeah, I guess he said uh, he was part of a, he did a lot of two-wheel drive pulling, which I didn't know about, which was pretty cool to think about, you know, I thought he was just strictly, you know, drag racing. I didn't know he got himself into that, all that stuff, which is pretty cool. I mean, the whole, you know, how everything goes with the motorsports-wise, we all uh, come together. Like, um, before uh, I did the recording with you, I did a recording with Brandon Budd, the guy with Buckshot. He uh, kept mm-hmm. his uh, three big block Chevy motors that he had for his tractor pulling. Now he has three big motors for his monster truck. He had to detune them, but still, you know, motors and everything like that come together. And uh, it, I thought that was pretty cool. And then you work your way around with drag racing, like what you're doing. And uh, uh, now you're making your car a blower car, or was your car a nitrous car uh, before the blower? No, I... I, I know nothing about nitrous. I kind of don't like it because I don't know anything about it. Um, but I know a lot about superchargers, you know, dealing with monster trucks for so long. So I don't even know how to do anything with a carburetor. Um, my car had a carburetor on it, and I took it off and went with a uh, mechanical injection. Uh, I'm hoping to soon be able to go to a Holly system or an electronic, you know, fuel injection soon but i I like injection i I can't deal with any kind of carburation or anything like that but um i do have a intake and a 671 that i'm going to put on the motor and it's just a small block so i can't go with anything real crazy but on paper with a blower at 10 percent um I forgot how much boost it is. I'd have to look at the paperwork. I would be looking at about 1,200 to 1,250 horses with a 22, you know, 2,300-pound car. It's going to fly, <laughs> you know, if it stays on the track. So it should be a handful. That's still – that's pretty cool. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, it's cool to talk about this stuff. And, and also uh, I got a few questions to ask you. And this is probably going to be some random questions. Sure. So, uh, uh, here we go. Uh, first, right. first question. What's your favorite pie? My favorite what? Pie. Pie? Yep. Uh, I, I love apple pie. I'm not going to lie. Apple pie is No ice choice. cream, just apple pie. Yes. I, I'm more of a... I like uh, my pumpkin and uh, apple and sometimes uh, a good... Uh, a sweet potato pie, but uh, I do I do like the uh, like my pie. Uh, second question: uh, Is there what's your uh, most rememberable race? Uh, what was your most rememberable show? Something that you uh, uh, always think back on and smile. I guess you could say. <clears throat> There's actually two that I can think of right now off the top of my head. Probably, I mean, every one of them meant something to me. Uh, um, but the two that actually stand out, one would be 
a race, and one would be freestyle, if you don't mind me answering it that way. Go um, ahead. My most – the race that I, that I would think of would be the last one in the Silverdome. Um, when they reopened it, and I, I'm sorry to, to say, I don't remember who the promoter was. Um, I remember Elliot being there, so I don't – sorry, Elliot, if it was you. Um, but I remember Elliot being there. And uh, I wound up winning racing. And, and that was an awesome feeling to go back to the Silverdome and be able to win a monster <laughs> truck event there because that's where it all started, you know. So that to me meant the whole bunch. Um, as far as the second part to my answer, the last freestyle I ever did in Zombie was, was in Bangor, Maine. And the last hit that I made was on the cars, and they broke the rear wheel off, and they shut me off. And I didn't know it was going to be my last. Luckily, they shut me off because I, I was getting ready to really let it loose. So it's probably a good thing. Um, but I guess as much fun as I had in Zombie, and, and the company was great to me. They, they helped me out a lot and, and did a lot for me. Um, to put me in that truck and, you know, just give me all the free reign there, that has to stand out a bunch also. That's pretty cool, you know. I mean, the, the stuff to think about, the you know, one of the, you know, last uh, times in, the, you know, the Pontiac Silverdome and stuff like that, it, I, I have to say it's pretty cool to think about that. Is there any uh, type of social media people can follow you? Yes, um, I'm actually, I'm on Instagram, I'm on Twitter, both of them are my name, I'm just Sean Duhon. Um, I have Snapchat, I, I believe it's same thing, my name, um, if not, hit me up on on Instagram or Twitter and uh, we can exchange Snapchats, that's easy enough. Uh, I don't have Facebook, sorry, um, never did get into it, but I, I do have, you know, both the Snap, uh, Snapchat, Instagram and Twitter. That's pretty cool. All right, guys, that is Sean Duhon. Thank you very much uh, for coming on. And, uh, you know, we'll be right back and I'll tell you about our next guest. Hey, guys, it's Brad here. I uh, just wanted to say thanks to Cheech for doing all these episodes and getting re uh, recordings done. I've been busy with my personal life and work. I uh, just started a new job, so hopefully that'll I'll have a little bit more time to do episodes with Cheech. Um, thank you guys for supporting us. Go check out Crush the Stigma. It's something that you know uh, we started as well. Um, thanks to J Concepts, High Octane Coffee, everybody that supports us. Uh, obsessed with for doing the Crush This T-shirts. Go get you some of that. Uh, contact Cheech for that. Um, like I said, I know I'm not around much for the episodes, but just know that I'm behind the scenes working hard, getting these episodes out, doing edits for the Nitro Hour and all that. So... I uh, just want to thank you guys for the support. Um, this is the official end of the episode. There's no second guest on this one, unfortunately. We just wanted to get a quick one out for you guys so you have something to listen to. Um, we have a really good big episode still coming to you guys. Um, hopefully we'll have some. We'll have the uh, announcement soon for that. And uh, just thank you guys for supporting us. You know we've been doing this for a long time, and uh, it's it's coming close to the, the uh, another anniversary. So that's hopefully when we'll drop this big episode for you guys. But uh, for Dan G.J. Gosh, my name is Bradley Shaw. As we always say, keep the rubber side down with the shiny side up, everybody.
his 